Welcome to Extra Points with your host, Cousin Sal, and his pals, Dave Damashek and Charlotte Wilder. Welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal here with his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Charlotte Wilder. We get the biting down on the toothpick version of Charlotte Wilder today. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a few short hours ago, she was all gussied up with shiny lipstick, mm. probably in the same room. You were giving awards with Mark Titus. It was uh, I'm, I'm sorry, it was the Fox People's Choice Awards. What, what was it called, Charlotte? Yeah, uh, well, thank you, Sal. Yeah, it was the uh, the NFL and Fox Awards where yeah. fans could vote for who they wanted for MVP and all that good stuff. And yeah, it was very funny because I knew that as soon as I sat down, like, you know, I put makeup on and did my hair and actually tried for the first time in a year. And I knew that as soon as I sat down, my producers were going to roast me. So I was like, I had the camera off and I was like, okay, I, I have lipstick on. And then I turned it on and I, but you know, this is the, <laughs> this is, this is, you guys get the real me, the, the toothpick. Yeah. yeah. I'm a toothpick person now. Is the gritty, the story. gritty Charlotte Wilder. Yeah. yeah. You did a very nice job, by the way. I watched it. Uh, I thought the fans did a very nice job, too, in picking the winners. I was like, OK, this should win this category. Um, this should win this. Uh, Titus mailed it in a little bit, but that's to be expected. <laughs> but um, it, it, what made me laugh is you're hosting a award show on Zoom, probably in the same room you're in right now. Just oh, yeah. shifted a different side. Co- Different catty corner differently, right? No, no, no. I'm in the exact same. Oh, the exact, <laughs> the exact spot. Same okay. Spot. <laughs> we, we, exact, yeah. Thank you for watching. That's so nice. It was. It was uh, fun. It was fun. By the way, when time. are we going to get uh, Leslie Jones? That's that's how we'll know that we've arrived if we can get Leslie Jones to issue reviews of our Zoom backgrounds. That's oh, does she do that? Oh, yeah. Are you not aware that. of her? Th- oh, yes. She does uh, spectacular from Saturday Night Live. Does uh, great reviews of everybody's backdrops. Wow. Mm. She's unsparing in her criticisms. We have to see if we can get her to do that. Well, Charlotte famously now has Patrick Ewing in the background. I think that's oh, yeah. a family member. I don't think um, she was a fan. I think she just hosts, uh, has pictures of her family. And uh, Patrick, are you related to Patrick Ewing at all? Even no. My godfather. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, knew it. Close Nailed personal her. friends of my parents. I don't know if you're being <laughs> serious with that toothpick or you not. Don't hey, know. Though. You'll never know. <laughs> Is this the best sports weekend of the year? This coming up, we have the six now wild card games. Um, you could it's a stretch to count Monday as the weekend, but that's great. The national championship, but just six, Dave Charlotte. I used to think next week was the best weekend, the divisional round, because you get the four teams with buys. Now it's just two teams with buys, and nowadays you get six games this week. I'm much looking forward to it after a, a crazy uh, Monday through Friday. Am I wrong though? Is anyone going to argue? I don't know. It, 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 it's right up there. It's top two. I did think. Did you? Did you? I mean, yeah. The this week was weird. I don't know if you heard about the news in uh, <laughs> away from sports, but yes, this weekend. I, yeah. I it's funny because if you asterisk it, that's exactly what I was thinking. Do we count it as a long weekend extended into Monday night? We count the NFL weekend. Monday night football counts as that. I think you have to say that you're going to be hard-pressed to top this weekend the re- the whole rest of the calendar year because mm-hmm. of the national title game. But the nominees perennially are the first weekend of March Madness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some people will uh, stand up there for um, pro football's um, first weekend. I love no. it. It's not as good. No. To me, I, it, 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 the divisional round remains number one. And the sadly, rest in peace, the greatest uh, college football day used to be January 1, 
when you had five beautiful bowl games that settled all hash. But that well, but that could have been a Tuesday. Injury. That could have been a Tuesday or a Wednesday. I'm just Fair, thinking okay. weekend. I think Saturday, Sunday. Uh, I'm with you on that. Yes, maybe the first week of football. I think this week is gaining ground, and I think it's going to be like this for for going forward, Val. With I the think this one one's buy. better yeah. than the first week of football because. I like something with really high stakes. I like when, you yeah. know, there's a lot on the line. And the first week of football is exciting because it's back and you finally have football again. But this week is exciting because, like, you lose, you're out, you know? Like, let's, right. it's like it's like betting. But first, I don't know I was what a, I'm saying. I was a very little kid. <laughs> well, I mean, if you want to incorporate all sports. <laughs> that toothpick has sapped all the knowledge out of you. Guys, my brain happened? is super fried. <laughs> It does make me think of UL Washington, um, yes. the old uh, Kansas City Royals uh, shortstop who used to play a professional sport with a toothpick stuck into his uh, mm. into his maw. That was a crazy move, but it also makes me think of October World Series and yeah. uh, 1980. I remember him playing uh, against uh, against the uh, the Phillies because I'm old. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, that makes me think about uh, an October like. When World Series is going on and college football with, you know, yeah, that's a good one. Too. And like, I mean, just but it's a random kind yeah, of October you can't weekend. plan for that. Like, you don't know when exactly that's going to be. I think that's my favorite weekend. I love when there's baseball, um, but you can't. The puck that, has been dropped. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But you can't put that on a calendar as like this weekend's definitely going to be great. Well, here's the thing. Football is my favorite sport. So I, I love that March Madness second round Saturday, Sunday. Terrific. Uh, I love there's a Cinco de Mayo weekend. You're going to laugh, but uh, you got uh, basketball playoffs. You got hockey playoffs. Mm -hmm. You have the Kentucky Derby. You usually have a good fight scheduled for uh, Cinco de Mayo on that Saturday night. Again, though, no football. So I want to I want to live out this weekend. This might jump to the top because there's six games instead of four. So a random who cares note that I'm going to inject anyway is in 1982. uh, Another indicator that I'm old. I went to see a playoff game. The San Diego Chargers, Dan Fouts and Kellen Winslow rolled into town and left with a victory. Um, <laughs> and I, but that was a that was that weird strike year where they had I forget even what they call it had a weird name to it. The week the whole weekend the playoffs had they, because the NFL put more mm. teams in. This mirrors that more closely than uh, than probably any other NFL yeah. playoff weekend. Well, we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. Uh, there's also the weekend. It's usually the third weekend in February where my wife takes the kids to see her father in Florida. That's a great, great, <laughs> great weekend. But I don't know that nationally everyone agrees with me on that. But I I, uh, I uh, enjoy that very much. Um, uh, yes, the year is off to a promising start. I'll tell you what, my question mark thing is going like gangbusters. I came up mm. with a New Year's resolution to um, <laughs> to question mark instead of like uh, putting a thumbs up or a laugh or an exclamation point. That's easy. Anyone could do that. I now put a question mark on most people's uh, texts. Yeah, and, it's and, and, the and, and, worst. You don't like it. What it's happened? It's so obnoxious. You can't. I mean, <laughs> you look at. I we, I look at our texts just to see question marks, and I'm like, God damn it! It's like if you can't if you can't be there to to heckle us verbally, you can manage to do it. You know, like uh, with with a click of a button. <laughs> but then you did it. Didn't it feel good. Yeah, did, I did it back. Yeah, yeah right, right. It's yeah, it felt uh, great. I'll give. You I that. think it's good. I think it's good. Uh, Dave, I don't know how you feel. I, you know, I will argue. I think my it's wife. dumb, but I think ninety-two percent <laughs> of the stuff you do is dumb. So well, here's the thing. My wife uh, is on a text chain with me. This is how we communicate. No, but we're on a text chain with a bunch of people, and she's like, "Hey, enough. Uh, I, we get it. 
I was like, no, 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 it's great. I'll, you'll get used to it by September. So I was like, no, I don't, I do a double take. I really don't know if like what I said was, you know, what was, I, was, I needed to explain it better and it just screws everything up. And, you know, it, it, it calls into question what you're questioning and what's not. And I was like, well, it's everybody else's LOL. You put LOL on everything. And now I don't know what's funny. People are using LOL too liberally. Um, it, it, it's used as a punchline and yet people still use it too much, right? Like you use it, LOL, ironically, but then it becomes, it, it litters the chain. And like, I have like, started oh, saying, if I'm actually laughing, I say I'm laughing. Yeah, that's fine. Instead of I'm, LOL, because LOL is meaningless. Dying, crying right now. I, I'll take anything better than uh, LOL, but question mark is so much easier. Sal really chow, chow, uh, channeling the spirit of 60s activists and questioning authority <laughs> and everyone That's else, it. too. Very annoying. Very That's annoying. exactly right. Terrific. A lot of questions. Uh, oh, boy, I love this Mets uh, GM. We'll get to football in a second. But Steve Cohn, Uncle Steve, signed Francisco Lindor and Carlos Carrasco, stole them from the Cleveland Indians. Really, they gave up Andres Jimenez and Ahmad uh, Rosario. One is a, a prospect. Supposed to be really good middle infielder. Shouldn't be as good as Lindor and then Josh Wolf and Isaiah Green. But man, it's nice. I mean, to think that the Knicks have the same problem. You can't get stars to come and play for this owner, right? Mm -hmm. The Mets had the problem. Not so anymore. Mm -hmm. Maybe George Springer next. I know it's too early maybe to talk baseball, but it's nice. I'm excited. And then part of me says, oh boy, we got to slow down. I don't want to be like the Yankees or Red Sox. But it doesn't really matter. You, you you have to take one or the other, right, Dave? If, what do you a, mean you don't want to be like the Yankees or Red Sox? Well, like, I don't well you don't want to win. Yeah, well, that's the thing, right? You kind of have to win unless you get lucky, like the Royals did a few years ago, or you know, uh, well, Tampa Bay made it uh, with a uh, you know considerably lower payroll than the Dodgers. You got to spend to win no, you, in Major yeah. League Baseball, right? I, I mean, I can bellyache as a um, you know so-called small market. Uh, mm -hmm. fa a fan of a small market team that is a completely different um, debate. You know, the, the the a team that's just collecting money. There's nobody who's losing money on a regular right. basis in Major League Baseball or any other major American sport at this point. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I I like it. I like dynasties. I like things that are unbalanced, as I have said uh, forever now. You know, what's uh, Star Wars if you take Darth Vader out of it? You know, it's good to have... Um, evil empires out there to to shoot for. Yeah, that's what makes it fun. I don't I'm I'm against parody. Parody stinks. Then mm. everybody's number eventually comes up and then what's the what's the sport of that? Just waiting out your turn apparently. There you go. All right. Well, I don't know. I think turn. I think here's the problem is that one day is that you're going to you're going to spend, you're going to get the guys, you might even have amazing homegrown talent and then one day you're going to trade them for payroll flexibility, even though you have one of the highest payrolls in baseball and you could afford to pay for a guy oh, like sure. that. So don't get too attached to anybody because you'll just have to watch them hoist the World Series as a Dodger. It is I a funny it. irony <laughs> that that these big market teams like the Red Sox, obviously, uh, oh, financial is, hinting, flexibility. Is, is hinting at uh, one Mookie bets. But it's funny because the Dodgers do it. The Cubs are doing it now. It's like, yeah, we, they just draw this random line of like, well, that's too much money. Like, what, 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 what? I didn't know we were playing that game. They're right, like, they're you, like, you could, you could have too big a payroll. That's the right. whole point of what's uh, why it's so absurd and funny. But okay, 
I did read that this Steve Cohen is mindful of the luxury tax and all that, but it does seem like he does not give a shit. He's a big fan of the team. He collects memorabilia. Before that, he collected Mets memorabilia. And what's the biggest prize in Mets memorabilia? Well, how about I own the team? And then uh, he's not going to let it fail. He doesn't want Good. the and, team and to let fail. Me this is what we talked about, like changing hockey division names, uh, assigning them a bank name. It's not going to happen with the Mets because this guy cares, right? I, I Well, and also, as P, it's funny that different rules apply. It's, this is one of the all-time, like, do as I say, not as I do, or whatever, That uh, if I got that right. Mm. is Like, the random sports fan is like, stay out of things, Mark Cuban. Why are you weighing in on personnel? Jerry Jones, what are you doing? Like, if you bought a team oh, for, yeah. for $5 billion, or if I bought a team, I can assure you, I would have a say in who gets drafted on my pro football team. Like, mm. yeah, we're looking at that. Th that left guard would really help the O-line. Like, I know, yeah, but have you seen that running back from Oklahoma State? We got to get him. I would obviously do that. Oh. If you buy a PlayStation, you don't hand it to someone else and say, I'm just going to sit back and watch you play it. You play it. That If you're a, bu a billionaire and you buy a team, of course you should be making decisions on what happens with that. Can you imagine Charlotte Dave buys a team, the, the, the team has a different uniform every week until he no, gets the correct no. shade of maroon down? Think, it, 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 here's the thing, though. I think that you, okay, you buy a team, you, you want control, but you have to, I think you're going to have more success if you put people in positions, in management positions, and then you let them manage because otherwise you end up with your, the people who work for you don't like working for you and then they leave and then you have less good people working for you. So you like go. you can you can suggest things, but I don't th I think that if you buy a team and you actually want to succeed, you just got to hire people and let them you got to hire Theo Epstein and then let right. him do his thing. Oh, I'm going Al Davis. I'm I'm not just in fact, I'm not just uh, weighing in on personnel. I am on Sunday like I am having a direct line down to the sideline. Like I want to see mm. more screen passes here. That that yeah. I want to okay. see. I want. I want to see a play, play action bootleg on uh, on second and goal here from our QB. All right. Shame all right. I'd be like, That's hey, if doing. you don't run, if you don't want to run a flea fic feet, <laughs> <laughs> get the toothpick out. Yeah. I don't even. I don't even have the toothpick in right now. <laughs> I'd be like, I want a trick play at least once a quarter. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and that's that's you're right. I'd be Warren Beatty and heaven can wait. I might even install myself as the quarterback just for fun. <laughs> well, all right, it's that all a I'm dream. on board with. That I'm Owning on board. a team, it'd be it'd be great. And we could get you one step closer with our extra pay <laughs> for extra play. No, see, I didn't even say that, right? I don't even have a toothpick in my mouth. It's, it's extra... wild that none of us <laughs> that what actually is it? Dave's <laughs> doing okay. Sal and I can't Dave, talk you're hanging in there. Good job. <laughs> extra points for extra pay parlay. Here's what happens. FanDuel boosts the points. They give us extra points and they boost the odds. We have made the gambler $3.4 million. Not one gambler, but overall gambler's $3.4 million on FanDuel. Sure, we've lost them a lot, but we're not going to count that. We are on a hot, hot streak having won one in a row and gotten gypped the week before. So it should be two in a week. Here it is, our extra points for extra pay parlay. I'll start us off a little controversial here. Bears plus 10 and a half over the Saints. I got that extra point going over the 10 threshold. I like it. I am a Trubiscaholic through and through and part of the 12-step program of being a Trubiscaholic is bet against those Saints in the Superdome, in the playoffs. You guys know it. The last three playoff games they've been in, it's come down to the last play, and they've lost on every single one. That is a record that will never be broken. 
They've lost on every single one in the last play, and they are not to be trusted. They've actually won in four against the spread in their last five playoff games. I like the Bears. Trubisky's got this offense rolling. 30-plus points in four of the last five games. Their defense is solid. Top five in the red zone. Touchdown percentage around 55%. Yes, that puts them in the top five. I am taking the Bears plus 10.5 for our extra points for extra pay parlay. Charlotte, what do you like? Wow, until you read all those stats, I thought the Bears were way worse. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, I'm going to go with the uh, over in Colts Bills at 49 and a half. Bills have the second best offense in the league right now. They've scored 142 points over the last three games. Josh Allen has 15 touchdown passes in the last five games. The Colts have scored 26 or more points in their last eight games, and the Bills are uh, scoring over 30 when they've just won by 14 the week before. So I don't know. I think that this is, I'm a little nervous actually, because I feel like it should be higher, um, but I, I don't hate it. So we're going to go with it and, um, you know, just pray to the over gods. But I mean, you can't, you can't put the under on wild card weekend. Are you kidding me? I love it. First game. Let's get it out of the way. There's yeah. a win. Charlotte wins. Then I have to come back Sunday afternoon. Dave, what's your big? Well, in the right spirit of wild card weekend, I do think it gets off on the right foot with an upset right out of the gate. I Oof. think that uh, I think that the Colts are going to go into Buffalo and Ooh. vanquish America's team 2020. I'd like to see the Bills win a Super Bowl. What I think is going to happen, Old Man Rivers leaves there with a victory in the greatest 17 v 17 quarterback uniform matchup in the history of pro football. I am going to go, though, with the Baltimore Ravens, a road favorite. And we have it now at minus one and a half, mm. the Ravens now against the Titans. I know that the Titans had their nice playoff run one year ago, Derrick Henry and all of that. But the Ravens are the ones on a roll right now. The roles are reversed this time. I think that the Baltimore Ravens go in there and make quick work of the worst defense still remaining in pro football here in January. The Titans, I'm sorry, Ryan Tannehill, nice year, A.J. Brown. Like I say, Derrick Henry, the weakness is that entire defense. Lamar Jackson and company expose it. Look out for the Ravens, Chiefs, Steelers, Bills, and the rest. Well, not the I, Bills because they're not going to win. I ah. agree with you, Dave. Uh, the Bills are going to win, though. I don't agree yeah. with that part. But I like the Ravens. I'm going to say this. All the talk is about the embarrassing NFC East and, the, and whoever's crowned the NFC East champ. We are going to remember this year. This year's embarrassment is going to be the Tennessee Titans. I don't know if it's this week or next week against the Bills or Chiefs. But they are going to allow 60 points in a playoff game. And it might be the Ravens, like I said this week, or we might have to wait till next week. 60 but that defense, points? Six. It's going to start with a six, Charlotte. Probably the second number will be low, but the first number will be six. Uh, maybe 66, Dave, in honor of uh, Mario Lemieux. Who knows? But I think you're on the right track moving that Ravens line to less than three. Minus one and a half for the Ravens. Charlotte has that first game Colts and Bills over 49 and a half. And I'm taking the Chicago Bears plus 10 and a half over the Saints. That's our extra points for extra pay parlay. Hit us up at fanduel.com slash extra points. And FanDuel is boosting the odds from plus 410 to plus 500. Get in now. FanDuel.com slash extra points. Um, real quick, let's talk about that Colts game. And then I know we'll get to the Steelers day. But uh, I really, I'd be surprised. I really would. You really, I Dave, think you really think the Colts are going to do it? No, no, I don't. I think the Bills are winning. I love them at plus seven, seven fifty to win the Super Bowl. I think we have to look at them like they're the Chiefs right now. Uh, people are in love with the Colts and their style, and it's going to be a mismatch. But 
you can't get in their way. And furthermore, Dave, I had a, a side conversation with Eddie Spaghetti. He says he's sick of you trying to have it both ways. Now, if the Bills win, it's like, oh, look what America's team is doing. But if the Colts win, it's like, oh, I called it. Eddie Spaghetti, jump in here. You, you, wait a you second. Had, wait he, a second. Wait a second. Like I don't know Eddie Spaghetti grabbing it, uh, grasping it, uh, dried spaghetti. I don't know what that even means. <laughs> I don't know. Drapping it straws. I he says the, he's, know, he's, the, he's had it with your takes. Go ahead, Eddie. You want go to go ahead, spaghetti. We, me, me, no, oh, me did you? Good. I'm nice glad. I'm glad you had nice about a, please. Which team, which team did you crown America's team for the season? Right. The Buffalo bills. And then which team all minus three podcasts like be raving like about a prosecutor. But the the bill the Buffalo. Well, I'm just. And he's gonna be an only, amazing. Only working facts. <laughs> he's he's dressed up for it. I, <laughs> I, God, I can't yeah, wait. I can't wait. <laughs> I only deal in facts, what? Dave. I'm just letting you know what was recorded okay. and, and posted. And what? Which team? Which team did you rave about? It all does seem like you shouldn't abandon America's team just Bills. yet in the first round of the playoffs to finally have a home playoff but, game. They're on friggin' fire. And now you're like, no, I like the Colts because Jonathan Taylor runs the ball. Well, as I as I consistently say, what I want to see happen does not always equal what I think is going to happen. Of course, I'd like to see the good people of Buffalo okay. get to celebrate winning a Lombardi trophy. I hope they will. This year, I'd be fine with it. Well, of course, I'd rather the Steelers win, but, uh, you know, vacating my local interests. Yes, I'd like to see the Bills win more than anyone else. I just don't think they're going to. And I think Jonathan Taylor, just because everybody reacts to what they've already seen, and then they lean on what they've already seen. And now it's hard to imagine that the Bills could ever lose because they've destroyed everybody that they've played for the last month. So did the Ravens a year ago until they played the, the Tennessee Titans. And I, I mean, I... Jonathan Taylor is this Thomas. year's Derek. Ha- <laughs> right. Jonathan Taylor <laughs> has a chance to be this year's Derrick Henry. And that defense for the Colts, this side, I think, of the Ravens has the chance of being the most dominant here in January, at least on the AFC side of things. Oh, man. I think I it equals. Know. I think it equals. It- uh, I mean, the, what, what's here's here's everybody's knock. The what, what Colts game impressed you in the last month? Honestly, Isn't Derrick like, Henry this year's Derrick Henry? Yeah, yeah, he's not done yet, that guy, <laughs> by any stretch. But the the point is, Ed, Eddie Spaghetti has is, is had enough of you. So we just <laughs> just like kind of, you can't flex your muscles when the Bills win this week. Right? Uh, right, Eddie? That's kind of it. I'll be very happy. Uh, I, 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 you got to... You got to stick to one team. I think you can't. You can't flip flop. All right. I guess what? I'm going to stick to one team. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's the one. That's the one I'm really excited about. The other, uh, the Bills win. Good for the people of Buffalo. They deserve (laughs) it. They've suffered a lot. I just don't think they're going to win. But if I'm wrong, I will Jerry or back it, and I will say I'm wrong. Let's go to the Steelers. This is the last game of the weekend, Sunday night, uh, potentially the best uh, sports weekend uh, on the calendar year. Steelers minus six now. Over-unders 47 and a half, according to our friends at FanDuel. Yes, this opened, what, three and a half on Sunday when they figured out they were playing the Browns. Went up, COVID concerns. Um, it might be that a starting guard and not having access to your coach who calls offensive plays is a big deal. I kind of think it is. But I kind of think, I know you say, Dave, the curse is supposed to, we're supposed to lose, the Browns step up. More often than that, there's a team that's just happy to show up. It doesn't become a Hollywood movie where uh, the, t- the curse is supposed to sets in. The Browns were trending towards that team. Just happy to be there. So many excuses they could uh, lean on. 
And now Juju opens his mouth. What did he go and do? Well, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm surprised that you don't have um, breaking news that this game is now pick them because Juju <laughs> said that uh, mm. the Browns are still the Browns. And by the way, in full context, he's not even insulting them. So use what you need to use, Cleveland Browns. That's fine. Mm. I mean, what, what, what am I going to say? He about said they're it? all a sea of gray faces. What does that mean? Oh my, I don't know. Oh it's an unbelievable God. insult. I just, I, oh. it's incredible. <laughs> they're going to be there. I'm telling you now, hear me now. Watch it on Sunday night. If you don't want to believe me at this moment, I think the Browns are now going to really try hard. Well, <laughs> I don't know what this all means. Here's what I love. Dave is a weird defense of Juju Smith-Schuster specifically. The TikTok dances and on the, in the midfield are fine. Um, saying the, uh, the opposing team is just a sea of gray faces, um, borderline racist, by the way, that's fine. But uh, he no. he went after Permanti. No, no, he went after Permanti sandwiches, and that's where you, you drew the line. Right, boy, it's a real love hate. No, well, thing listen, I mean, we, I, I'm just trying to deal with the uh, with with the grim reality that Juju is very likely to move on, and uh, when I next time I make a trip to Pittsburgh, when um covid is over and i go back to the banks of the three rivers juju will have moved on somewhere else but permanthes will remain and i will uh i will we'll enjoy see. it yeah wow. no, I'll, I'll, i listen a and then people are hitting me up about like oh i thought you thought that the terrible towel when you when you do something when you're an opponent and you shine your shoes like tj hushmanzada did or ever that i'm just telling you what the football gods they've already weighed in you mess with the terrible towel you lose. So that, wow. that that's not me deciding that. That's the football gods. There's it is a hundred percent. You mess with the terrible tout, you lose. So do that at uh uh at the cost of your own team success. Dave is not, Dave is fifty shades of gray with the uh, <laughs> juju right now. Charlotte, should Stefanski be able to coach? I've I I I'm mixed on it. There, there were years ago, yes, but when you were very, very young, there was a golfer who needed a golf he had a Degenerate condition in his leg, and uh, what was was it? Casey was that his name? Oh, Dave? Yeah, that's yeah, right, yeah. Paul Casey. And they Paul let Casey. him take a Something golf like cart. That. They let him, but there was so much drama around it. Like, well, is that part that, of the game? Is part of the thing? Yeah. The the guy they let do that since is John Daly when he just didn't want to walk. At the so PGA. that that's the thing, right? With Stefanski, if you let him coach, if you let him on the sideline or from home, um, because of COVID, you kind of have to do this any right, or it'd be I... tough to make an exception here. I feel like you, I feel like if there were, I don't know. I feel like COVID is different. I really do. I feel like if you can't move these games because of this, isn't the kind of thing where I don't think it's like a personal responsibility thing anymore. I think this virus is so absurd that like mm -hmm. you can get it even if you're doing everything right. And Stefanski's one coach I have never seen mess with his mask on the sideline. Like he's act, he it, it, optically, he seems to have been pretty good about it. So if you can't move a game to make it fair because there's something completely out of everyone's control, then I feel like, yeah, you should let him, you know, call call the game. But I mean, you could say it's a slippery slope, but I feel like this season, nothing that happens this season will be yeah. applied in future seasons in the same way it would have been if we weren't in the middle of a pandemic. You know what I it mean? It is true. They have made exceptions with COVID. They've, we've seen Tuesday games. We've seen, right. you know, whether the playoff system is overhauled, although it may stay this way, but um, they, they, they could get away with it. I just, Dave, would you have a problem with him on the sideline or uh, somewhere else in some kind of booth or in his home? Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know about on the sideline. Right. That's, <laughs> a, that's a, that's a bad visual, I guess. It, we put it, him in a bubble. Else. It could work. Yeah. Well, yeah, I saw. Yeah, that looked good. But um, yeah, even if he's at his house, I, I mean, I kind of don't care. Our league's um, overlords are obsessed by this 
on-site control thing. It's why, I mean, when the NHL is getting the jump on you, it's one thing for the NBA to get the jump on you in in, in being progressive in, uh, on any level. But when the NHL is doing it, look in the mirror there, Roger Goodell. They love that, like I say, that on-site control. It's why they didn't move the red challenge flag um, to a nerve center in New York City. I mean, the NHL mm. was ahead of that by by several years. Um, but I don't understand. I, I mean, I honestly don't understand what is exactly. I still haven't seen a good explanation of what strategic advantage is gained by being in your house. Like what what information can you gather in the moment with replays and such? Their coaches in the coaches booth upstairs. Don't yeah. they have access to those same camera angles? I would that the head think coach so. Would? I don't get I don't I really don't get what the reluctance to allow it is. But I okay. think the bottom line is uh, we don't know what's out there. We don't know how they would cheat. But we don't want to deal with it. We have too much I guess to think about, point, right, and that's right. it. And people are betting on these games, and now that sports gambling is tied into some of these, you know, some of these stadiums have sponsors that are sports uh, gambling providers. We can't screw around, and, and the integrity of the game and all that stuff too. But um, that's uh, all right. Well, that's going to be a fun game Sunday night. You have to wait, wait till late. Maybe well, wait they, a second. Yeah. Wait a second. What's what? your pick? I'm going Steelers. I didn't think it mattered. And then uh, as the week drew on, I was like, yeah, this, I think all this matters. And Steelers I mean, average 30 points a game in the playoffs. And really the question is, do you believe Big Ben is going to pick up where he left off against the Colts? If you don't and think he's going to regress to three weeks ago, then you really definitely should take the Browns. But if you do believe that he's back on track and their running game will uh, will not embarrass themselves, it's the Steelers, I think, is the pick. What do you think? How so? much of a difference, though, do you think that not being able to practice makes? And for the Browns, yeah, yeah, sure. That's you know, I don't. I'm, I'm sort of. I feel like it's a trick because I'm like, how could the Browns win now? And that's why, like, I'm, I'm totally cool with trash talk. I don't think Juju did anything wrong, but I'm, I'm like, it feels a little bit like kicking someone when they're down because I mean, and obviously. That's the point. I get it. But also like the Browns facility has been closed due yeah. to COVID. So. I think it matters more week one, right? Before you get your reps in, maybe not as much uh, week 17 because yeah. it, everyone's familiar with kind of everything and you're, you're, you know, you're going through the motions a little bit during the week. But yeah, familiarity is a, is a big thing. I think 31-20, Dave. That's what I'm saying. Steelers. I think it's high scoring too. see a defensive touchdown or something weird in there somewhere. I mean the 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 practical matchup. Setting aside the all important uh, what Juju said um, uh, factor that surely swings the. the I didn't uh, mean that as that. I just meant no. Like, I know the, the Browns. The, the Browns have the Browns seem a little screwed. Is my point? Well, uh, well, we're in the playoffs for the first time in in uh, fifty seven years, and all the wait is what Juju said. What? Let's try, fellas. Mm. It's dumb. Anyway, who cares about that now? The practical matchups obviously favor the Steelers on one side. The Browns secondary is struggling. Roethlisberger should be able to, a team that only throws the ball, should be able to have some success. Without Olivier Vernon on one side, they can handle now Miles Garrett, presumably. And by the way, I'm sure the Browns are going to dedicate this one to Miles, man of the year. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, really, do what is exactly now the formula that people are applying here? Like, I don't trust Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, and his arm, I still, I still am holding out that there's something wrong there. I think there. twelve like, of the last fourteen quarters. Is, okay, is what then I mean, like, so, what, so, 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 is he like doing Popeye when he goes into the locker room and and drinking a thing of spinach? Is that what accounts for? Like when he looks good, all of a sudden, like he has these flashes of being good, 
And then other times he can't. Uh, he I have no idea. I'm not sure you should be so cavalier about it. Though. All right. We don't have a great body of work behind us to to hang a, like a 30 point uh, win right here. But I, I don't know. 31, 20, 20, Casey Martin is the one we uh, we, we screwed up. That's uh-huh. the that's the. Uh, what did we say? Let me just say this John because Casey? people. Oh, I said Casey? Paul Casey. Oh, so Paul I, Casey. I, I think is a that I think is, is a senator. Casey, but anyway, think, no, he's actually golfing now. I think Paul Casey. But yeah, I don't know. It's very confusing. Or maybe two he's first a names, soccer guy or right. soccer coach <laughs> or something like that. Listen, and just for the record, in case anybody is wants to throw uh, shoots and uh, or arrows or whatever at me, yeah, I. I, a homer to me is somebody who is blinded and cannot see objectively. I pick right. against my team all the time. I, I am pessimistic about what's going to happen with my teams. I think Sal and Spaghetti can uh, can confirm that. that Spaghetti's done with time. you. He, has, he doesn't oh, want right. to keep, doesn't that, keep track of what you're There's you, nothing what, he can do about it, is. but I, I yeah. just want to say for the record, <laughs> I am more than willing to tell you that I'm very worried about a game. Uh. I just think that this matchup, you know, strongly favors the Steelers. If they lose, then I then then they lose. And it will not be a complete stunner. It's not like they're a juggernaut to your point over the last six weeks. But I think that they should survive the wild card game against a team that doesn't have its head coach, doesn't have one of its chief pass rushers, and doesn't have its best offensive lineman. You I would be very nervous here for you because this is a game that you're supposed to win. This is supposed mm. the, the team that was about to go undefeated you a few know weeks what I ago. Call this. And has beaten the Browns 17 times in a row in Heinz Field or Three Rivers or however long you want to go back. Forbes Field maybe even goes back to that. Uh, you can't lose this one, right? You know what I call this? I call this the curse, yeah. of, the curse of Sposta. Well oh, done. is that what you call well really? Done. Well applied. That's what I call it. Yeah, that's I like effectively that. used there. That's, and that's absolutely <laughs> right. And I can't believe that the number is only nice. six on this one. It really All is right. surprising. Wow. All right. Uh, what is also surprising, Jim Cunningham, I sent you a picture of this. This is my son. He got a few dollars on uh, Amazon. This is what <laughs> he buys here. What the hell? Jack. Jack Romo. I name him Romo. We give him the middle name of Romo. And this is what he gets with his own uh, Amazon uh, gift card. A Steelers sweatshirt, a Steelers knit cap. And why? Because he was infatuated with the idea that Heinz ketchup comes from uh, the Steelers field is Hell named yeah, after Jack. Heinz, Heinz ketchup. I don't know what the connection is. By the way, look over his right shoulder. There's me. Um, I'm about to do an airplane spin on one Santino Morello from uh, like 14 years ago. My God, how did I have a man? There you go. Uh, nobody could see this. So Jack, live your truth, buddy. What is going on here? How did this happen? That uh, I deserve this though, right, Dave? That I have a yes, you do. Uh, let, yes, finally. Yes, revenge by the sports god served cold. Um, Take Sal it away, decided Jim. to go I against his I old can't. man and his regional rooting interest. Yes. You decided to root for inexplicably, well, not inexplicably, one, you're a mixer and you're mm. a contrarian, but mm-hmm. also apparently it's revealed that you're a front runner. A young Sal was a yeah. front runner who decided <laughs> the vibe to he he reacted like so many did i i, I don't hold i, I don't want to take you to task too much a lot of people reacted to the shiny keys named the dallas cowboys they were america's team after all and they'll they did shotgun and they wore a star in the side of their hat all nonsense all rubbish when they faced when they faced off with true You're american crazy. grit all right that's fine but fine so what listen, team I, did you abandon for the cowboys <laughs> i couldn't even spell front or runner i i don't i think you can't be a front runner if you uh 
If you're not able to spell well, those what's words. What's your dad's team, Sal? What's your dad's team? He was a Jets fan and he was at fault because he went on a business trip in Dallas and brought me back a, a shiny Cowboys jacket. I was like, yep, oh, great. I it. loved it. Like the cheerleaders. I like uh, <laughs> Danny, Roger Staubach and then Danny White. I like the show Dallas on TV. They would show, I was allowed to stay up just late enough at 9 p.m. Eastern. They'd show the credits of Dallas. And in the beginning, you'd see Texas Stadium. You'd see the end zone from an aerial view. And, and then I had to go to sleep. I love that. Why was that such a thrill? I used to always want to see that too. And I would react uh, to that. Like, I mean, I hated the Cowboys, but it still was cool. The highlight of Dallas for me, where it was the opening credits where they would show the stadium. Well, there were eight um, shows on TV and then one of them uh, mixed football into it. So I wonder, <laughs> I, that, that for me was uh, the X-Lax, um, the chocolate uh, in the X-Lax commercials. I always mm-hmm. would see that and be like, oh man, that chocolate looks delicious. I don't know what those old, what those, uh, old people are talking about with it, but mm. um, those ads it, uh, for some reason looked extraordinary to me. I wonder though, I like the butterfly effect and everything. I, I submit that we would not be having this conversation right now if you, if at, at eight years old or whatever, had decided to be a Jets fan. The trajectory of your life would have taken you in a different path. I agree. What? You, you, don't, you think I would have eliminated myself from the planet? That's why we wouldn't have this conversation? I don't, <laughs> no, I don't, don't know. know. Just somehow your things would have flown differently for you. You still that- would have been a lawyer for sure. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. I don't know about my kid. And by the way, Dave, I know in the Shecky Awards, you list your favorite kid as one of the awards. Um, sorry, Jack Romo. I'm going to remember this. I know it's uh, only January 8th, but I will remember this. I might, I might start doing that. Uh, Sal's three sons, and I might have to start issuing my favorite of three sons. <laughs> the youngest is uh, super funny, so he's uh, he's likable immediately. Harrison, yeah. Steelers fan, and then the oldest is uh, is uh, a full foot taller than his old man. They they all have th- something that makes them very charming. <laughs> they do. You're right. They they all they all have something that goes out. The youngest one calls me Dado Fado. Um, Love it. Nice. This middle one we see has issues with the Steelers <laughs> uh, garb all over the place. <laughs> the older one doesn't say a word, but he's a foot taller, and it's like, oh, what is it? Melissa's with the which uh, deliveries? Is this DoorDash delivery guy, the father? Like, I have to go through all that stuff. I hate these kids. What am I gonna do? It's tough. It's tough. I mean, that is that is the best. How I mean that your boy, who I mean, he is. I mean, it's ridiculous how much taller he is. <laughs> Sal posted a New Year's photo. Oh, I like, saw it. I like. Is he saying? Is he standing on, on something? What I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Wilder, wow, give me that. You, give me that toothpick so I could poke my eyes out here. <laughs> um, all right, let's move on. Uh, there's other games. Uh, get that picture away. Thank you. Um, oh boy, am I talking myself into some nonsense here? That uh, apparently I'm not the only one. Tampa Bay, we knew about this. They were going to be the five seed. We've known about this for six weeks. What what a prize. You go to the NFC East winner, whoever it is. Turns out it's the Washington nameless team. And they're laying, we thought it would be between seven and 10 points. We were right. It was eight and a half yesterday. Now it's seven and a half. People were betting this Washington team. And now I'm seeing today is the anniversary of beast mode running all over the Saints. That was an example of a wild card team that was a, a touchdown or more underdog at home. Another example, Dave, hate to bring it up, Tebow against the Steelers. Those are the only examples of a home team, seven or more point underdog, and they both won. Does Washington have a chance? They do because, I, you know, talk about broken record stuff from Dave. I mean, in the playoffs, 
the the pass rush is what matters most on defense. You don't dominate teams in in this era. You don't just there's no such thing as a defense that holds foes to nine points a game. What you have to do is pressure the QB and you have to turn over the QB a couple of times over the course of the game. These are the successful teams in the playoffs defensively. And obviously Maroon Four stands in the way. They're gonna play like animals, like animals. Mm against Tom Brady, and that's the the chance they have. The problem is is that you have Alex Smith on one leg. I mean, they're literally talking about mixing up QBs in D.C. I mean, like, you know, I mean, yeah. th- th- this isn't a stable situation um, against a, pre- a, a Bucks team that's been pretty good over the last uh, three, four weeks here. I still think, I think Washington can do it. Yeah. I think this is one of those fluke things. I think that Brady is so not good under pressure, and Washington is a team that's really <laughs> going to pressure him. I mean, they're ranked second in total defense. They're fourth in scoring defense. Um, they've got Chase Young, who, I mean, let him loose on Tom Brady. I don't I, I don't see how Brady's going to get away from him. Um, I think he's going to get sacked at least three times um, in this game. Mm. And so, But I also, you know, I do think that the offense, the, you know, the football team's offense is uh, a problem, but I don't know. I wouldn't. Be, I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't well, be shocked, and screw, I wouldn't hate it. Wouldn't but this screws it. up football for uh, a few years now, right? All the people say, "Oh, a six and ten team can't make the playoffs. Every division winner shouldn't make the playoffs." If Washington wins as a football fan, whatever you think of Tom Brady, you got to reevaluate everything. That was the big narrative. Screw this NFC East. They don't like, they're not, it's, it's a non-competitive I said uh, though, didn't I, I said in, like halfway through the season, I was like, though, you know what's going to happen is the and NFC East is going to get a playoff game at home and they're going to win. Oh, can you imagine? And uh, I my, still, I stand by that. Here's the thing, Charlotte. I know it's, this especially applies to you. Everybody who's squeamish watching Alex Smith play, uh-huh. Dominican Sue is a mean mother effort. That, that's, <laughs> that's not going to be fun on that's the other true. side of the ball. I that's do true. agree. Brady has to get sacked three times or more for uh, right. for Washington to be in this game. I just don't know how great, they score. I don't know, I don't know the way, where yes, they're scoring top, these points. Whatever ha- It took a long time, and there were a lot of excuses made for the Buccaneers and Tom Brady. It's taken them a minute to get into the flow of this offense, and you know I push back at that. Um, but the last uh, month or so, Tom Brady has been at his best uh, for this month. Mike Evans, whether or not he's definitely going to go, that's not a small matter either. Right. Um, but Tom Brady does have a knack of negating. It's not just Bill Belichick uh, counseling him on this. Brady has a knack of of negating a pass rush um, by getting rid of the ball quickly. That's going to be everything. For him. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, it's just, just one of those games. It's going to be one of those, pl- even though it's a playoff game, I, I, if we had a time machine, I would jump to three years from now and then ask you, do you remember that game uh, when when uh, the Buccaneers and uh, in Washington played? You'll be like, no, I don't. Re- what happened there? What was the oh, score? Oh, I that? remember just, it. It's just one of those weirdo games. Yeah, Maybe. that's kind of true. I guess Maybe. I'll Tom remember Brady. it because it's Brady's first playoff game, line. not with the Pats. <laughs> Charlotte's going to remember. That's true. Yeah, the this is a, close. Uh, what am I talking about? This is a monumental game uh, for the era for for Patriots fans. But we, we're biting the bullet in Wild Card Weekend because these games are bum games on the NFC side. But you better at least go chalk here so that we get football gods, so that we get the divisional round that we all crave. Rodgers v. Brady, Russell v. Brady. But see, something's going to screw that up. There's no way we're going to get that. I know. That's why I think it's going to be this one. Well, I'm saying shame the devil if it does. Right. I think the, 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 uh, well, I think the Bears have a shot at screwing things up. And then we have to see that a third time. That's this time true. Winning. Lambeau. You think 
They're so straight uh, no, up winning. I'm, I'm trying to think like who screws it up. I, I know the, the spread is larger in the Bears game, but I think they have a better chance of screwing things up than Washington does. But still, um, it, 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 I don't know. It just hit me because now all these wild card, big underdogs at home, anniversary, Tebow, anniversary, Marshawn Lynch, beast mode. Maybe Washington has a chance. Let's go over one more game. Rams, Seahawks. Seahawks, this line is three, uh, 42 and a half on FanDuel. Uh, Jared Goff says he feels good. Now that that turns the stomach of some Rams fans. That does that mean that he's going to play, or does that just mean he feels good and he's letting? Yeah, he just know. feel he feels good about. He's like, hey guys, I feel good. There. Yeah, <laughs> I feel good about Walford's chances. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this week, put John um, in. I like the Rams. I know it's three. Uh, I talk about not wanting to see a game a third time. I'm, I'm banking on the Rams defense. Charlotte, the people chose T.J. Watt for player yeah, of the year. They did. Not that Aaron Donald's not playing with a chip on his shoulder all year, but that defense is <laughs> rock he's gonna, solid. He's going to be like, you know what? I saw I saw the NFL and Fox Awards on FS1, and they the people didn't choose me. So yeah, that's, right. yeah, that's, that's it. That's his juju bulletin board material. <laughs> what is it going to be, Dave? What, what's going to be the surprise in that we shouldn't have been surprised? Is it going to be... Oh, yes, that's right. Of course, Lamar Jackson's great. Of course, they won by 20 over the, the Titans. Or is it going to be, oh, yeah, of course, Russell Wilson's not getting knocked out in the first round in a, in a home game. So, so what? There's no fans. They were 7-1 at home or both. Well, at this point, I don't even know if it counts as a surprise if if the Rams shut down the Seahawks offense, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, 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 it's weird. We're just expecting... Because, again, like we always talk about the narratives of like, well, we decided Russell Wilson was unstoppable. It is weird that within the same football season, not owed to injury, sometimes, Mm -hmm. obviously, if you lose a major piece, that explains why an offense or a defense just suddenly, you know, goes to mediocrity. But what is the explanation for the Seahawks offense? I mean, they were unstoppable. It didn't Mm -hmm. matter who they played, the, you know, uh, 60-yard highlight reel bombs to DK Metcalf. What, What gives the last month or so? With this offense, so I guess it's not that big a stunner if the Rams' defense at least shuts down, and then it's an ugly, you know, nineteen sixteen type game. Yeah. The thing that the thing that it's just everybody always, yes, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, but they have a generational offense with a guy who is already in the conversation for best quarterback ever. The Titans are not that. The Titans have no defense. You cannot win games in the playoffs if you don't play defense. They're mm against a team that does have a great defense in the Ravens. That defense is getting right. That offense is rolling. They are going to take care of the Titans. Hear me now. Believe me. Right. Defense um, wins championships. I think the Seahawks were involved in 10 or 11. It's 10 or 11 one-score games. That's what I'm banking on here in the Ravens. I hear you. That's we, we interesting. Could, it, it could wake, we could wake up and be like, oh, Russ, of course, Russell Wilson. This is ridiculous. What's the of course game here? I'm trying to. Trying to see which would uh, surprise us here, but um, I think that's one of them, but still banking on the Rams plus three. Buy off, get plus three and a half if you can. Um, I think, else? I mean, yeah. the, the, the uh, you know, I know you just made your case why it's not, but the obvious one is like, wait, people, we were actually, we actually considered that a team that struggled to, uh, you know, to, to get over on, um, Nate Sudfeld and company, like we were picking them to beat the goat. Like, I mean, that, that's the end. The, the obvious one is is Tampa going in. They should they should handle them. I they should know. be. Yeah, you say thirty one twenty for Steelers and Browns. That's kind of the score I'm thinking about for uh, 
for the Bucks going into our nation's capital. All right, let's take that Bucks game and let's apply it to FanDuel, who is offering same game parlays. You get ten dollars, you play a same game parlay, you get your money back. It's risk free. That's what it means, risk free. You get your money back if you lose. Listen up. The perfect way to make the playoffs even more exciting. How could it be more exciting this week? And well, you go to FanDuel Sportsbook and play a same game parlay. Let you combine multiple bets from a single game for an even bigger win during the wild card round. You can combine the money line, the over under, player props, all in one parlay. Best of all, FanDuel is letting you place a same game parlay. Like I said, risk free. All FanDuel customers get up to ten dollars back on your bet if you don't win. Playoffs the perfect time to give one a shot. One of the many ways to win on FanDuel. Go to FanDuel.com slash extra points. Um, yes, so they know we sent you. All right, let's make it the same game parlay. Tampa, Washington, Charlotte, seven and a half, 44 and a half. You want to go over? You want to go under? I want to do it. Can I, is it? can I get a Chase Young sack? Is that a? That will be on there. Yes, do, do a that. Chase Young sack. Yeah. That'll probably be a little worse than even odds, but yes. Uh, okay, Dave, what are you doing? Is it a prop bet that Doug Williams' name will come up in this one? Or, <laughs> I don't know if FanDuel has that. I don't oh, know. Yeah, if, right. I, I mean, I got to have uh, great odds that they'll call it the Doug Williams Bowl, which they should. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, of course, the uh, the Super Bowl MVP for Washington, but mm-hmm. the, um, the, the franchise when he wore the creamsicle. Um, yeah, I was I was thinking along the lines of uh, of Charlotte there with sack totals for Washington. I'll say Antonio Brown for a touchdown. Mm. All right. A B touchdown. I mean, I hate it, but I like that choice. I'll go, I'll go the Washington team plus seven and a half here. I know I lost out on the good line there at eight and a half, but I'll take them seven and a half. I think it's a little close. Not 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 a lot of uh leeway there. I think it's like a 24-17 game. Dave, you like A B touchdown. Charlotte, all you need is one Chase Young sack. You can put those together. It's the same game parlay. Like I said, fanduel.com slash extra points. Hit us up. Hit FanDuel up. Download the app if you have not already. Tampa can have one guy from their history, and they can inject him in his prime into this game. Who is it? Tom Brady. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> that might be the answer. Um, Tampa could have one guy. I'm going to say you're going to say Hugh, be make- Hugh Green. You're going to say Hugh Green. <laughs> I might say Warren Sapp or I might say Rondé Barber, right? That would be the for oh, the yeah, playoff yeah. run. Washington gets whoever you would consider the best QB, whether it's Theismann or Mark Rippon in his prime had that. That is the all time. Talk about weird. I don't know. I put Mark, Mark Rippon's one year is the all time. So Mark <laughs> Rippon Super Bowl year is the most inexplicable year. Forget Brady Anderson with the Baltimore Orioles. Why? When what do you mean? Home run. When they beat the Bills? Because it was weird. Like, why Why did Mark Rippon have that season? All these years later, we still haven't properly identified the reasoning behind how Mark Rippon It was a few years, though. Wasn't it a couple? That, that look up his numbers. It's weird how, wow. how big he spikes up for that one, right. one year. But anyway. Uh, nonetheless, I'm going with Leroy Selman as my pick for you. pick as well. Uh, Oh, man, we can go over this college game. Let's wait till Monday. This, you know, this is a shitty week and it just got a little shittier. Tommy Lasorda is dead. Oh, no. We lost Tommy. Yeah. Dodger, great manager for so many years. Uh, I have a Lasorda story that ties in with my son. We were fortunate enough to sit close to the dugouts. Tommy Lasorda was next to us. I was there with my boys. Jimmy Kimmel was there and his kids. And my kid was, um, uh, 
my kid was playing Jack, who you saw in the Steelers garb, was a seven-year-old at the time playing baseball. He tells Lasorda he plays baseball. He's like, yeah. Lasorda's like, do you like baseball? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, son, you say yes. You say yes, okay? You don't say yeah. You say yes. And for the next three hours, it was like a who's on first routine with Jack saying yeah and Tommy Lasorda <laughs> reprimanding him and telling him to say yes. And did he learn his lesson? No. No, he still tries to uh, undermine authority by wearing a Steelers garb and a Cowboys hat. But uh, we'll miss you, Tommy Lasorda. What a, what a fun. We saw him at the Feast of San Gennaro. Yeah. He, was a, he was a good time, uh, Tommy Lasorda. That's was- right. I think in times like this, first of all, I mean, for real, that it, talk about a guy who lived and didn't just survive. Mm. I mean, this is a guy who did everything he probably ever wanted any human being could ever wish to get to do, and he got to do it, so... A life well lived, as they say. Manager, 20 years, 76 to 96, two-time World Series champ. Lived to 93, Dave. 22nd on the all-time wins list, 1,599. Did Slim Fast, did Roll Aids. He beat up the Philly Fanatic. Back when you could beat up mascots. I don't think you could do that anymore. There aren't even mascots. Got hit by a bat in an all-star game once. Remember that bat flew at him when he was the third base coach. He got to be a part of... Those three great Yankees Dodgers series. He got over the hump on uh, the third try with Steve Howe out there on the hump, if memory yeah. serves to to close that one out. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, guys like you say, San Gennaro got the rub elbows with Sinatra, I think. And um, yeah, great, uh, great. Uh, you talk about the history of, of swear words, Dave. It, the, Lasorda should be in a great rant on Kurt Bavacqua. They've got a they've got a lot of uh, good audio on on uh, video of uh, yes Tommy the going iconic off memory I th- the thing I think of Lasorda more than anything else is him running out pumping his arms but not leaving the ground uh, his feet not leaving the ground pumping his arms is cr- after Kirk Gibson hit yeah. the home run that's that, yeah. that's the that's the greatest that and by the way not to go down this rabbit hole but to me I think one of the objectively one of the three great sports moments of uh, of probably our lives was Kirk Gibson's home run. Nah, I didn't care too much. But Tommy got to see the Dodgers win a world championship uh, just a few uh, year, a few months ago. Not years, a few months True. ago. So feels like all years. works out. Well, rest in peace, Tommy Lasorda. Uh, Dave, what you got going on? Minus three. It's a great one with uh, Jeff Schwartz for his stories. I didn't realize he played in the crazy Chiefs-Colts game with Alex Smith and company jumping yeah. way ahead. He was on the Chiefs that year, and then he watched the Colts rally with Andrew Luck picking up a fumble and running it into the end zone. He was in the Jake DeLome. Six interception six game. Six interception yeah. game, and then he was in the, I forget the other one that he was talking But anyway, go and listen to Minus 3, and uh, it's funny. We line up, I think, on all six wildcard games. So for what that's worth, you can jump in on that at uh, FanDuel.com slash Minus 3 because uh, we're in lockstep with what we think is going to go down. What was the third game? I was listening, and now I can't remember. What was the third game? I think game? it was, was something to do. Uh... Spaghetti swooned. He he departed Who and went was up it, to Spaghetti? Cloud 9 when it started talking about Plexico and that giant season and that that was the best regular season team in the history of people. Eddie Spaghetti contends. and No, all that so it was the Carolina blowing it to Arizona. That was the six-interception uh, game. Then it was and, like, and, the one I you think talked it was about the Giants-Eagles game, right, Spaghetti? Spaghetti. Do you remember? Yeah, he's tuned I this think. out. 
Yeah, it was. It was the it was the, the 20, 2011 or twelve. No, no, it was the O eight Giants season. It was the year after the Super Bowl where they were better, and he said they there lost. They got blown up by the Eagles. There you go. The All right, minus ball. three. Yeah. Good times at Damashek on Twitter. Charlotte Wild. And by, also, I, I also do oh. have to give a shout out to Spaghetti because uh, he went on public. Uh, he went on Twitter to announce that he hopes the Browns win. Oh, really? Or no, I'm sorry. He tw- he tweeted our mutual pal, Mark Sessler, to say, I hope the Browns win. And then he invited him to be on minus three to take a victory lap after the Browns beat the Steelers. Eddie, do and you, in fact, hope the Browns the win? The hell? Um, I, 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 they're not going to win. Uh, I'll preface <laughs> it with that because of the, obviously the circumstances. Uh, I think for the show's content, it would be awesome if the Steelers lost and then we had Sessler come on and they talk about it. Um, but what, you know what? I've got a lot of flag from, from Jeff and Dave about teams that yeah. I root for. So I'm going to be the, 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 the oh, bigger man here. Wow. And I'm gonna say, oh, I didn't want to hear that. I love we don't it. need I big men. I love it, Eddie. Man. No, not bigger man. But, but that, that's not what we're looking for here on extra points. Uh, Dave, any chance we could go live fourth quarter, Steelers-Browns, for Monday's uh, whatever, podcast? Whatever you want, Fatso, Datso. It's Dado Fatto, if you will. Dado Fatto. And he says it's so matter-of-factly, too. Like, Dado Fatto, what are we going to order for lunch? Dado Fatto. Dado Fatto, I'm getting the same jive in my house. I get a, I get a lot of that. It's, this business about your, hey, fat old man. Hey, old man. It's too like, much. What, what the hell? It what makes hell? you feel any better. I once said to my dad when I was little and he was shaving at the sink and didn't have a shirt on and I like wander and I said, Daddy, I think you're the only guy I know who's skinny and fat at the same time. <laughs> and, and he was like, he was like, are you kidding? Me? No, that well, I would take that. I would take at least there's the skinny element to that. I don't oh, get any wow. of that. It's all dado fat. This is what we do during quarantine. It's now been um, it's now been ten months that we just sing stupid songs to insulting songs yep. to each other. If it it's makes you feel any better, your yeah. your oldest uh, can't tell what weight you are. He's just looking down at you. Then how again, he probably you. sees the flesh yamaka. How dare but, you? Know. How dare, I don't know how this became an amb bush all of a sudden all right charlotte you know what just for that we're gonna uh record sunday night and only if the browns are winning charlotte at the wilder things can people see the award show is it is it on loop fs1 i don't know what the hell else they're showing yeah it's the only thing they show now it's actually they're replacing all of the wild card games with our award show on uh, on fox no uh yeah it's on youtube um you can i follow me on twitter and probably find it uh (laughs) <laughs> yeah, she'll, she's got it. <laughs> it's, it's out she's there. She's having toothpick issues right now. It's on the internet. It. It's on the internet, just like at, me. At the Wilder Things is where you can find Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I have I'm one at, more thing to say. Yes, please. The, the terrible towel is poised to strike, and so are the Steelers. <laughs> wow. Okay. That is scary. I'm glad Tommy Lasorda wasn't around. The That's what that. Myron Cope said. See that right there? That's what Myron Cope used In to say. In the background. All right. Uh, thanks to uh, Dave and Charlotte, to Myron Cope. Rest in peace, Tommy Lasorda. Uh, and remember, well, it's a reminder, actually, <laughs> that you may feel like underdogs, but you have to remember that you're all my favorites. See you Monday. I have never, ever, since I've managed, ever told a picture to throw anybody, nor will I ever. And if I ever did, I certainly wouldn't make him throw at a fucking 130 hitter like Lafay or fucking Babakwa who couldn't hit water if he fell out of a fucking boat. <laughs>